Hello. How you doing? Yeah, good. You? Not bad, mate. Not bad, mate. Yeah, so this is the first time we are recording from separate locations. So see how it goes with the whole lockdown situation. I suppose it helps us for the social distancing and all that sort of stuff, doesn't it? It's weird not being next to you, though. It's quite weird, because I can hear you talking in my ear, but I can't see you. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is this? Episode... Episode 7? Yeah. No. Yeah, episode 7. Episode 7. So yeah, yeah, it's flying. Almost hit a magic round number of 10. Yep. How are you finding isolation, anyway? How I find isolation? Isolation. Just boring. Just fucking boring, honestly. I'm just... I've never watched so many films in all my life and played so many games in all my life. I never thought I'd say it. I've actually got bored of playing games. Like I just want to go out. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. How about you? I haven't done a lot, actually. Um, part of me really wants to start exercising in the flat. Um, but the only exercise I'm doing is with my left hand. In your jaw. Or, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just jaw, just chewing. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I've, I don't think I've ever eaten so much in all my life. I'm just constantly walking to the fridge. Well, I can't... I'm not eating a lot, but when I eat, I just get fed up of eating. <laughs> I, I don't think I can ever get fed up of eating, but I know what you mean. I'm just like... I think I get fed up of eating because then I have to wash it up. And I feel like I'm... The only thing I feel like I'm doing constantly, all the time, is just washing up. Just washing up. And it's just a nightmare. nightmare. Is it just me or is like washing up magically appearing in the bowl as well? Like every time I wash it, like I leave the room and I go back and then the bowl's full again. Well I'm um I'm a keen uh I've always eaten cereal, right? Constantly, even since childhood, right? And the problem with that is, because I eat a lot of it, right? If you leave it overnight, suddenly you need a fucking pickaxe because you can't get it off the side of the bowl. <laughs> it's just like so solid, it's it's like yeah, oh man, it's just I know it's such a small first world problem getting cereal off the side of your bowl, but Christ, man, I, I can't do it with any more washing up. It's doing me in. I've always found the best thing to do is to like soak it in water. How are we <laughs> talking about this? Jesus Christ! But yeah, so I get in warm soapy water right and end up leaving it there for like three days. <laughs> yeah. Episode seven, yeah. yeah. See you later. See that's you episode week. seven, everyone. Thanks for that. That's uh... fucking hell. <laughs> any tips on washing up? <laughs> Come to us. So, you wanted to do a quick update on the whole, I know we spoke about it, but you wanted to do a little update on the COVID situation, didn't you, as well? That's right, yeah. So, um, obviously, we started this back when the uh, coronavirus was sort of sort of kicking off, um, and we've tried to stay true to, to the podcast before with the topics we've chosen, um, but obviously in the background, there's been this eluded, you know, and this sort of... Um, massive world event happening um so aside from this podcast we're doing a, few, a little bit of an update on youtube uh just like a 10 minute covid19 chit chit chat i suppose chit, chit. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. uh, i don't know it's like a so yeah just to sort of avoid clashing with this podcast we've decided to talk about it separately because we want to keep a bit of a time capsule for it yeah. so Listeners, if you're into that, you want to be updated on the thoughts of Sam and Tom on the COVID-19 situation, go over to YouTube and listen to that. Look forward to it. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Nice one. So as well as the old uh, COVID-19 joyful situation, um, I thought we'd uh, talk about 
you know, the thing that we enjoy the most now that we're stuck inside. Thought we could have a chat about our favourite movies, and not only our favourite movies, but our least favourite movies. So movies that you want to erase from history as well. So uh, I, I asked you yeah, to come up with yeah. a list, didn't I? Of your three favourite films. So yeah, yep. let's see your first one. Take it away. So, as I said to you before this was probably one of the most difficult questions you've ever asked me like I've got a lot of good like I've got a lot of movies that I love okay and honestly like there are moments in movies that are just amazing to me right so when I was coming up with my list I was thinking of right what are movies which one I love but also that are good all the way through like not just at moments where I love them but like the whole film right so I sort of gave myself a bit of a I don't know, my own sort of checklist as to is it a movie in a category which I'd consider to be amazing. Are these in order? No, no. So these are these are just three of equal value, really. Yeah. Okay, nice. Right. Same as me. Same as me. And it's all personal, my, my personal opinion, so these are things which have stuck with me, all right? Let's see your first one, then. So my first one is an animated film called The Prince of Egypt. Oh, okay. I remember that. It's made by DreamWorks. It's not a Disney film. I, I grew up with this film as a kid, right? Me and my brother watched it consistently, constantly. Like The music's amazing. The story's amazing. It's like based in Egypt, so you know me, mate. I love my mythology. I love my sort of ancient history. Honestly, mate, I, I cannot explain to you just how good this movie was for me. Like, And even towards the end, right, when Ramesses... Because it's, it's based on the Bible from Moses and the Ten Commandments and stuff... Honestly, mate, it, there are moments in it. I'm just like, even today, as as a like an adult, I still get tingles from it. I'm just like, this is such a good film. When was the last time you watched it? Uh, not too long ago, about pretty less than four or five months ago. But um, there's a moment where Ramesses, um, who's like the king of Egypt at the time, the pharaoh, he sort of rides down this hill on chariots with his entire army to try and slaughter the Hebrews. And yeah, like I said, Moses parts the sea for them to escape, and it's like God comes down. It's like oh, it's such so, it's such a good film. Like I'm not religious anyway, but this this film is is up there. So in no particular order, Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt, Prince of Egypt, classic classic cinema. Yeah, mate. Honestly, I love it. <laughs> do you want to do all three of yours, or should I number uh, one and then? Let's go back and yeah, forth. Yeah, let's do, a few, let's do uh, vice versa. Okay, all right. So, again, like you said, it was really hard to get... You know, there's so many films that I love, so it was hard to find three that were standouts. Um, but I tried to do a similar thing to you. I've tried to come up with three films that were equal in terms of how much I love them, but also I've tried to come up with three films that are quite different to each other as well. Yeah, okay. So my first one is a film that I didn't actually want to see. I thought it was going to be absolutely shit. And I went to the cinema and I was blown away. I'm not exaggerating. It's one of my favourite films of all time. And that is Whiplash. Yeah, I literally watched this the other day. It's such it's a good film. so good. J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller in that film are amazing. And I've tried to explain it to people. Like If they ask what it's about, I say, oh, it's about a bloke who's trying to become the best drummer in the world, basically. And, I mean, I love music. I don't play any instruments. So when you hear someone describe the film like that, it sounds shit. 
But when you're watching, like, the sheer pressure and turmoil this bloke is, is going through, working for this insane music coach, it's so good. I think they are both phenomenal in that film. So I'll tell you a little fact about that film, right? It was filmed in 19 days. Really? Yeah, yeah. Did not know that. I love, honestly, the, there are mo- it, like, the whole film, that I completely agree with you, by the way, that film, when I was watching it, gave me, like, constant it's anxiety. It's a hard watch. <laughs> yeah. But it's so good. And literally, and literally, that bit right at the end, when they're on the stage, and he's like, he's trying to embarrass him, and then all of a sudden he realises, oh shit, like, this is insane yeah. what he's doing. And then he starts working with him at the end, like, conducting him. It's so good. It's such a good film. So I sat with Vanessa, and she she didn't want to watch it. She's like, oh, I don't want to watch that. It sounds crap. And we watched it, and she said, you know, I actually really enjoyed that. It's actually really good. So give it a chance. If you haven't seen Whiplash, watch it. All right, go on then. What's your second one? That's a good choice. So uh, I don't know whether you consider this to be a bit of a cheat, right? But the next film I couldn't pick. Lord of the Rings. Okay, between which... Which of these was in there? But I, I just know one of them is in my top three. Okay. Honestly, I couldn't. I couldn't pick. Like this is just okay. So this is how good they are. Okay. I could, between each of the films, all three, right? I couldn't which one to put in my top three because equally they have moments in which absolutely like, not just the moments Incredible. either, but the whole way through the film. I mean, you're you're a fan as well, so I'm like. These films are are fucking epic. They're fucking epic. Like, like, like. I completely agree. Just, completely agree. In terms of spectacle, storytelling, fantasy, it's taking every single box right. It's just, it's fucking quality, right? Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. I was gonna put all Lord of the Rings in my three, but I didn't know which one to put. I think if I was hard pressed, the order for me goes. Two, one, three. I mean, they're all incredible. Like, man, that's a tough question. But I would say two, two towers is the best. Fellowship is close, and Return of the King is still phenomenal. But I just think it ranks the the lowest out of the three. But they're all still five stars. Like, they're incredible. Two, one, three. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I, there there are moments in all three which just absolutely like. If you had to pick one, then if you, if you had to, pick I mean, one. There, yeah, I, just, I can't go into it because I'll just end up getting really, really soggy pants. But, you have um, to. You have to. If you, if I had to pick one, I have to. If your life depended on it. Oh man, I can't. I have to pick one of these three films. Fuck. It could be a long time before I answer this question. Oh, I don't know. I think it'll have to be number one. Yeah, number one is so good. So I watched The Fellowship of the Rings uh, actually two yeah. days ago, and uh, I was while I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, this is this is incredible. Like for something that's twenty years old to still look this good, this is insane. It's twenty years yeah, old, yeah. really. You know, that? I think it's two thousand and two. The first one, it's crazy. It's by it's by far so much better than The Hobbit. It smashes The Hobbit. It smashes. Yeah, I don't like the Hobbit trilogy. The only bit I liked was with Smaug, and that's the only bit I liked. Yeah, and I quite like the dwarves singing and stuff, but yeah, yeah The Hobbit, I think they focused a bit too much on the comedy with that. Yeah, you're right, you're right. 
it was still good. Like, the Hobbit is still good films. It's just they don't quite hit that nah. hit the mark that the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy do. Nah, not at all. So I went off on a tangent there. They're very passionate about the old Lord of the Rings, aren't we? Yeah, we love it, don't we? Our listeners are probably getting fucking sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode, Lord of the Rings. Is this a Lord of the Rings podcast? <laughs> right, you're number two. Um, sorry, right, my number two. So, as you know, I love my horror films. So I thought, I've got to get a horror film in my top list. And oh, mate, hold on. Got to have a guess, go on. Signs. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, sorry. The Shining, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The Shining, because I think if I had to pick my favourite actor of all time, it's got to be Jack Nicholson, solely for his performance in The Shining. Right. I sound like some kind of movie critic. Like, Who gives a shit about my opinion? Sorry. No, but The Shining, seriously, I think it's the most perfect horror film I've ever seen. I think... I do want. I do. I do often wonder that if the wife was as fucked up as he was, she was. Cause she's she doesn't hit him. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's a bit like no. scatty. Yeah, she is scatty, but he's just. He's, honestly, it makes me speechless. He's so good in that. Just, it's a film that grips me from the very beginning, and I'm a massive Stephen King fan as well. And I, I've read the books, right? And Stephen King, he hated The Shining. He absolutely hates it. He hated it so much, he commissioned a crew to film a miniseries. There's actually another Shining film that he directed himself with with a TV crew because he was that pissed off with the Shining film that had been released. He hated it that much. Really? Yeah. And as someone that's read the book and seen The Shining, right, I genuinely, as much as I love the book, I think the film's so much better. The film just captures it so well and just that scene where he's typing you know you've, you've seen the film haven't you yeah yeah where she walks in on him in the great big lounge and hundreds yeah, of pages and she sees what he's been writing she thinks he's been writing his book and he's just been writing all work and no play make thingy bob a dull boy like millions and millions of times on these bits of paper yeah there's not one fault in that I can't find one fault the soundtrack the atmosphere the ambience the acting the script it's perfect even the location. Like, I love so many horror films, but that is my number two. Yeah. Session number two. Yeah, I can see why you'd like that. Go on, and let's hear your final one. Go on. So this was this was a tough choice, this last one, because the first two were quite clear cut. They mean a lot to me. Um So it's a toss up, right? Again, like I've got a list of like honourable mentions at the end of this anyway of things like, oh this one's good but in terms of overall movies, I've gone for Children of Men. Children of Men, okay. And it's because I've never seen a film filmed the way this one is. It's like it's really weird. It's like um it it's like you know, this nineteen seventy film that came out recently was like one shot type thing and it was given loads of praise for that sort of thing happens in this movie. Where like they're trying to run off in a car in one particular scene, and in, in the background these people are, are, are genuinely running towards him across a field, and it's just like that sort of thing. And it's just like if you haven't seen it, it's, it's like quite a weird niche film. Not it's not very like out there in terms of name or anything, but it's got Clive Owen in it, and it's basically about humanity can't produce any more kids, so genetically like women can't give birth, and men's sperm counts got so low that they can't produce kids, um, and as a result people become very famous because they're young and um, 
yeah it's just it's a really good way of seeing humanity at the very back mm. end of like dying off and like he find he, they find a woman who basically get gives birth and they have to protect the kid and but the way it's filmed and the it's just like there's no like shine away from the violence either it's like it's i just think some of the scenes in it are just when i watched it, i was like this is a fucking good film like this is like i remember it because it, and what why it makes this list as well is because it's from start to finish there's not one bit which took me out like genuinely there's this it's just a really weird futuristic film not set too in the too distant future so it's quite relatable as well um but yeah, for me, mate, Children of Men is up there. I'll take it with me. It is, yeah. It's a good film. It's a really good film. I'm quite surprised by that, actually. Because I, I thought you were going to say Zulu, because I know that's one of your favourite films as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's... I've got that in, like, an honourable mentions type thing. Okay, all right. Fair enough. We'll come to that then. We'll come to that. But yeah, Children of Men. Children of Men. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's a good film. Funny enough, the woman who plays Miss Trunchbull's in it as well, um, and there's a, and the, I don't know, I don't know the actor's name, but the black guy who's in Twelve Years a Slave. It's got Michael Caine in it as well, isn't it? Yeah, Michael Caine's in it. He's a weed dealer. Yep, yep. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. Actually. Strawberry cough. And that, it's the uh, flavor weed. I've remembered who his partner was. It's a uh, Julianne Moore. I forgot the about woman. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I forgot she was in it. I forgot she was in it. But it's a really good film. It's a really good it film. It's good. It is good. That is a good one. My final one. So, like you said, I have I got a few honourable mentions, and this was really tough because we were only out of three. And my last one is so cliche, but I don't care. Like I have to say it. It's probably in most people's top film lists of all time, um, and it's Pulp Fiction. I'm sure you know I was going to say that. Mate, such a cliche film because everyone loves it. But do you know what? I must have seen that film 20 times and I never get bored of it. Like you look at the cast, like Uma Thurman, Bruce Willis, John Travolta, you know, it's Sam Jackson. It's such a good film. This the story, the script is just it has you in stitches, but it's also got you on the edge of your seat as well. It's just such a well-told story. Like Tarantino is Tarantino is like he's a legend in terms of like directing the films like I've not seen one bad film that he's done. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so yeah, I I agree with you. He's he's probably one of the if it, one of my favourite directors in terms of like filmmaking. Such a good film. Even the soundtrack. I've got the soundtrack on Spotify. It's brilliant. It's yeah, yeah. There's not one bad part of that film. So yes, mate. Pulp Fiction. So you said you had a few honourable mentions as well. Yeah. So so I took this question like proper serious, right? So I was like, okay. So I started making a list of things which are, this is just off the cuff for me personally, right? So obviously the end of Zulu. Zulu's again an amazing film, right? Yeah. And uh, towards the end of it, they, they battle with the voices. They sing The Men of Harlech, which is like a Welsh, um, traditional Welsh song. Uh, Welsh song, sorry. It's a bit hard to say that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's that it gets to me like every time. I'm just like, go on, boys, because it's British as well. Um, Golden Eye, <laughs> James Bond. Uh, the end of Captain Phillips when he's like struggling. I've got um, I've I've got the the bar scene from Inglorious Bastards. Oh yeah, that's good. So dry whiskey, all that. Um, Django Unchained, where he's in the uh, Brumhilda. That's on my special mentions. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, the Battle of Fates with Yoda and Darth Sidious. Nice. That's a good scene. It is. Um, 
and I've just put in here like just because it's like the best. So if we if this was if this was a TV show question, I'd be saying completely different answers, obviously. But for, for me, the best twenty minutes of TV I've ever seen in my life, literally, and this is no joke, probably that I've ever seen in my life, is the beginning of Game of Thrones season six, episode ten when the scepted Baylor blows up and the, the music's quite ambient and they're getting dressed and stuff and it's like I, yeah. I can't explain to you mate when I watched that I remember exactly what I was doing where I was I was just like it's by far the best 20 minutes of TV I've yeah, ever seen in my life it def- so it definitely that's on peak there. then wasn't it yeah it's f- I really struggled to pick that third film but I just thought in the end I had to pick Pulp Fiction um, yeah yeah so a few of my special mentions I got The Thing yeah another amazing horror movie the original by the way not the remake uh, you got No Country for Old Men that's a good film I've got Django Goodfellas Training Day which is incredible as well uh, American History X that's got your dad in it, isn't it? Kill Bill <laughs> yeah um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest as well that's another Jack Nicholson film absolutely incredible Taxi Driver Nightcrawler there's quite a few cliche ones there Lord of the Rings of course but I could go yeah, on forever. Yeah. No, honestly, films are. This is, what, um, this is the good thing about having favourite films because they're all subjective. You know. Exactly, exactly. Glad so, talking about favourite films, what's your worst film? What's the worst film you've ever seen? So, obviously, I, I know I know of the really bad ones like Sharknado and fucking Piranha 3 Double D and. The Room. And, you know, Birdemic or whatever they call it. And, um,. Panama Activity Yeah, so I know of all the cliche ones, but in terms of really shit films that weren't meant to be shit, right? They were meant to be serious films. I've got three down here, and I, I think they are fucking shit, all right? So <laughs> the first one I've got on here is John Carter. Yeah, I didn't like that. That was pretty shit. I fell asleep during that Do Christmas. You know what, right? <laughs> I, this, that's the exact reason it's on this list. It's because... I've never fallen asleep in a film at the cinema, ever. But I'll tell you what, went with my ex-missus, sat there, ten minutes in, and all of a sudden, I was at the end. Right? <laughs> I'd woken up. I'd woken up. I was in the same position the entire film. And I remember my girlfriend at the time, Terrence, goes, that was good, and I was like, yeah, 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 it was right, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly, mate, I was just like, it took me 10 minutes to force it it was that shit I was just like this is just I've never fallen asleep in a film in my life but that one even though technically I suppose I haven't seen it but it's absolute shit so <laughs> take my word for it I watched one with what's his not, not not fucking I was going to say David Goggins then for some reason uh, with, what is the bloke oh fucking Ryan Gosling sorry. oh yeah <laughs> uh, and, oh uh, is this um, Only God Forgives yeah yeah I knew you were going to say that it's shit. It's fucking shit. Yeah. Have you seen Drive? Yeah. So they re- Drive's incredible. They and they released that not as a sequel to Drive, but as like a follow up. Oh, this is what else we can do. That film is trash. It's yeah, honestly, like um, there's a scene trash. in it where this bloke's getting tortured. Yeah, I remember. And he gets like pencils through the eyeballs and his hands and stuff. And I, all I could think about was like, I can't wait. Like I, re- that's how I felt watching the film. Like I was that bloke. It cuts to that. Like Korean bloke singing in a karaoke bar, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I was end. like, it's like what? he's like a policeman karaoke. Fucking, that's just like, I was just like, this is shit. Any other contenders? Last one on here again, which 
I'm I'm ashamed to say it's got British actors in it because it is fucking shit. Is um, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? Really, I like that. Right, I walked in there, expected the best the British can give, and I was just like, I thought it was. It's the one with Tom Hardy and Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. It's got Colin Firth. It's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it. Really, you didn't like it? Uh, I thought it was. It was just garbage. And I thought it, I, it's it's a very slow slow going film. You definitely have to dedicate yourself to that one. There's a bit at the end where like they find out who like the mole is or whatever it is, and he's standing outside in the garden, and um, this guy I can't remember his name. He's a good actor though. Um, shoots um, this guy through the head right at the end, and honestly, I was this close to being like, ah, oh, thank fuck, like. <laughs> Because it's like towards the end of the film, I was like, "Thank God, we're finished." So, yeah, terrible. It's, it's okay. It's just hard. It's just hard to watch because it's so, so it's heavy going. I I wouldn't say I really really liked it. I didn't hate it. I just struggled with it because it's such a heavy going film. Yeah. Um. All right. So my my first one is one I watched quite recently. So. Up until this corona business started, obviously, I was going to the cinema quite regularly. So we used to go, you know, once or twice a week. And uh, I'm not a big fan of musicals. Like, I really don't like musicals. They wind me up because I wish people would just talk instead of sing. Like, say your words, stop singing them. Anyway, th- there's a few exceptions to that, like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in Greece and stuff. Anyway. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins, of course, yeah. One of the musicals I loved as a kid was Cats, All right. I saw it loads as a kid. I must have been to the West End to say that like four or five times with my mum and dad. Fuck. Right, growing up. Growing up as a kid. And when I saw they were doing a Cats movie last year <laughs> and I saw the trailer, like, I was terrified. <laughs> have you seen that trailer? <laughs> I have, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. something straight out of like a nightmare. Like, it's like a bad <laughs> trip. They're terrifying. All right, that was the trailer. I thought, there's no way the finished product can be that bad. And... Lo and behold, the film gets released. The reception is terrible. Like it, it's got like three out of ten on IMDb. And anyway, Vanessa really wanted to go and see it, so I tried to warn her off, but she booked it. And we went to see it. Started out, packed cinema Friday night, full of people. I'm not making this up. By the time the film had finished, there was probably <laughs> ten of us left. Eight or ten people left in the cinema. Like every ten minutes, people, groups, like families, were just getting up out of seats and walking out. Like, I've not watched a film that bad ever. Like, it sounds like I'm exaggerating. Look at the reviews online. How some of these people, like Ian McKellen's in this. You know, Gandalf himself is in this film, right? No makeup. He should be. Yeah, he should be. Ashamed, it's so bad. <laughs> I, I really hate James Corden. Right, I dislike him so much. I didn't think it'd be possible to hate him even more after watching this film. And genuinely, like, <laughs> oh my god, I want him to just <laughs> drop dead. <laughs> I can't say that. It's horrible. Oh, it must have been well fat. Yeah, but he's he's so bad. Fat cat. Honestly, the film's terrible. It's just pure trash. Idris Elba's in it. It's got Luther. <laughs> the film's got Luther, Idris Elba. Luther himself is in this as a baddie. Oh, and God. the only bad thing he does is he hisses at a couple of people and sings a song that sounds slightly menacing. <laughs> and he's the villain. 
He's the villain. He's he's the villain, and all he does is hiss at someone and then sing a nasty song. It's got Judy Dench. It's got Dame Judy Dench in this film. The cast probably didn't need all the faces. The, <laughs> the cast is like next level, <laughs> but it's such a bad film. That had to be my number one worst. So I, I want to erase that from existence. I'll tell you a funny story, right? So uh, when I uh, was growing up, I uh, took my very first girlfriend from school <laughs> to cinema. Right? I remember this story. And uh, we were watching some animated cartoon about polar bears. I don't know what the fuck it was called, right? And uh, they used to have something called the love seats, right? And obviously, as you do when you're a kid, growing up, things start happening, don't they, right? So... You know, getting touched up, and I'm getting all very excited <laughs> anyway, right? And uh, I, I was next to a mate from school at the time, right? And I tried to cover up so much the fact that she was grabbing my penis, right? With my Lonsdale, I'm right now, bright Lonsdale jacket. I was like, oh, this is so fucking awkward. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting... But I feel sorry for her, because she... I tell you what, she must have had an arm of steel... She was pumping away at the whole film, right? Oh my god! It's like, but the thing is, right? Like, I don't even know if I, should, if I should say this or not, right? I'm sure the viewers are loving this. The listeners are loving this. I'm sure. Yeah. I was gonna say I can't. I shouldn't even really say this, but I can't tell you off the top of my head whether I'd showered or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't great, mate. It wasn't great. And uh, like I said, nothing happened. I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, oh my! But yeah, that, I, that never happened ever again after that. I, I'm so glad that was like it wasn't the best first experience in a cinema with a girlfriend. What, after it, what film was that? I couldn't tell you. It was about two polar bears. It was cartoon. Huh. Yeah, I'll on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> oh bloody hell! Quiz time. All right, so we've each got three films pre- prepared. So five, five films prepared, <laughs> five films prepared, and uh, yeah, we're yeah. gonna name three actors from the film, and the other person's got to guess what the film is, and then until they give up or something, we'll figure out the yeah yeah we'll f- yeah. figure out the rules as we go along. But uh, did you want to start? Yeah, mate? we're trying a new game. New game. Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'll start. You ready? Hit me. Guess the film. <laughs> right. So, Patrick Stewart, yeah, Ian McKellen, Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Hugh Jackman. Oh, uh, X Men. Ching. Yeah, correct. I thought you can ask me which one then. I was like, I can no, no X Men's fine. I think I made. I was like, hold on a minute. Yeah, X Men. All right. Have you got uh, Magneto, one nil to you. and then. Uh, uh, Xavier, there you go. And retard. Sorry, yeah. Xavier. <laughs> Is it my? Shall I just go through mine and then you do yours? All right. Okay. Orlando Bloom, Kira Knightley, Johnny Depp. Pirates of the Caribbean. Correct. Right. Okay. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Sam Jackson. <laughs> this I've got this film for you. This is Django. <laughs> <laughs> Django. Right. I'm going to have to change that one. It's all right. I've got a backup. That's right. fine. Okay. Okay. Oh, I've done six. Sorry, I've got six. Okay, that's good. Oh, sorry. I will do that's six. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Natalie Portman. Sam Jackson. Liam Neeson. 
Hmm. Natalie Portman. Liam Neeson. Sam Jackson. That's a tough one, that is. Natalie Portman. Liam Neeson. Sam Jackson. I don't know, mate. I'm trying to think what Liam Neeson's in. Uh, certainly ain't. Certainly ain't taken. Taken one, two, three, and five. <laughs> it's not unstoppable. Is it unstoppable? No. Oh, is that your guess? Non-stop. What's your guess? Non-stop bullshit. Now, what's the action? What's your um? What's your answer? What's your answer? I don't know, mate. I don't, I don't know this one. I feel like a bit of an idiot here. Natalie Portman. I don't know, mate. I'll give up on this one. What was it? This is Star Wars Episode 1. Oh, of course, bloody Qui-Gon Jinn, isn't he? Qui-Gon Jinn. Queen Amidala. Mace Windu. Yeah, no, well done, mate. Yeah, that's a good one, that is. That's a good one. Right. Yeah, well Got me down. Now, now this, one, this one, I don't know whether you get it because... You may not have watched it, okay, but I'm going to take a risk, and if you don't get it, I've got a sick one for you, okay? Right. Scene Bean, Pierce Brosnan, Judy Dench, Sean Bean, The North, Pierce Brosnan, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. Fucking hell, I'm trying to blank here. Sean Bean? I... I'd say it's, it's, this one you might. It's a bit. This one's quite difficult. I'd say if you haven't watched the film, it's a. If you get the brand, I'll give you that. Pierce Brosnan, Sean Bean, Judy Dench. Is it like a spy film? Is it like a spy film? Pierce Brosnan. Is it? Uh, Seen Bean. Isn't it, isn't it James? Is it Goldeneye? Correct. No, it is, isn't it? I remember seeing that with my granddad as a kid. Yes! My God. Jesus Christ. That's such a good movie. It's the best. It is the number one James Bond film, in my opinion. Sean Bean at his best is Alec Trevelyan, 006. (laughs) He always gets killed off. Yeah, he's got like the high, I think, second highest deaths as a. Actor. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, the thing that, that swung it was Judy Dench. Right, L- last one. Okay, alright, what's the last one then? Last one, okay. Leonardo DiCaprio. Matt Damon. Jack Nicholson. Oh, that's the departed. Perfect. You achieved a grand score of 5 out of 6. Mate, you did well. You did well. Okay, fair enough. Alright, 5 out of 6. 5 out of 6 is a score to beat, mate. Can you do it? That's the question. Right, so I am going to have to remove Django from mine because <laughs> but I've got a backup. So I've got... I can't believe you've got a golden eye. You know that. I can't believe you've got a golden eye. <laughs> All right, okay, right. So the first one. Brad Pitt. Morgan Freeman. Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know who Gwyneth Paltrow is, but I'm going to say seven. It is seven, mate. One for one. Who's Gwyneth Paltrow? Gwyneth Paltrow. She is in, you know, Avengers. She's uh, Tank's uh, Dark's wife. Oh, yeah, sorry. 
Oh yeah, yeah, okay. It's good for you didn't say Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I thought I'd leave him out of that, being a, you know, creep. I thought I'd leave him out of that. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, one for one, mate. Number okay, seven. Start off easy, start off easy. Number two. Maz Mickelson. Tilda Swinton. Benedict Cumberpatch. I don't know the first two people. Who the fuck they Matt are? Matt Mickelson, you know who Matt Mickelson is. And you, I don't know who the fuck. Big Lord of the Rings fan, you should know who Tilda Swindon is. Tilda Swindon is, uh, you know, in the first one when he goes to the woods, you think she's going to steal the coin, yeah. and then she ends up helping him. Yeah, that's, that's Tilda Swindon. Benedict Cumberbatch. And who's the first person you said? Matt Mickelson. You know who Matt Mickelson is. Come on. Who's that? I don't know who that um, is. He played a villain in Casino Royale, Le Chiffre. Those three in a film? Mm. Fucking hell. Have I seen this film? I would hope so. I would hope so. I think you have, yeah. I would hope you've definitely seen it. Benedict Cumberbatch, that bloke, Le Chiffre, and the woman, the elf. Oh, mate, I don't think I've ever seen them in a film together. That's what I thought, and then I wrote like, about the Judy Dench, and then, and then it, I clocked it. I'll give you a clue, I'll give you a clue. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Matt Mickelson. Benedict Cumberbatch is a villain. Oh wait, I, I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen the film, but I, I haven't seen the film, but I know he's in that um, fucking decoding not, World War Two one. Not that. It's not the Enigma Machine. I think. All oh, right, I'm trying to think of other Benedict Give me a Cumberbatch. Clue. One last clue. One last clue. He's got a, uh, a goatee in the film. Massive clue. He's got a goatee. Right, okay, yeah, I know exactly what this film is. But, um... What is it? Okay. <laughs> it's Doctor Strange. It is. But, um... I'm convinced, mate, I might be wrong, is that woman in it the same person as Lord of the Rings? The bald... You're talking about the bald woman, the master? Yeah. It's not a different person. Is it? Yeah. They're not the same person. They're not? No. <laughs> Okay, no, I don't like that from the him. Two women. No, that's alright. You sure? 100%, yeah. Who the fuck plays. Who's she then? Just some bull cunt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <Fuck you now. laughs> not, it's not the same woman. Hmm. I must have made that then. Sorry for the bad clue. But she's in no, this. She is in this, though. <laughs> nah, fair enough, right. Doctor Strange, okay. Alright, so two for two. Okay. Now, the third one was Django, but uh, you've seen that. So uh, yeah. I thought I'd change it. I thought I'd change it, mate, to a good one. All right. So first actor is Mila Kunis. Actress, I should say. Mila Kunis. Second actor is Gary Oldman. And the third, I think, is going to give it away. The third is Mr. Denzel. Denzel Washington. Fuck, I don't know who the fuck... Oh, I'm fucking shit at this. Gary Oldman. Denzel Washington. Mila Kunis as well. She's alright. She's a good-looking she is. girl. She is, mate. Shut up, Meg. Nah, yes, I am. <laughs> Mila Kunis, Denzel Washington. Book of Eli. It is, mate. Well done. Book of Eli. Free for free. Alright, number four. Jonah Hill. Matthew McConaughey. 
Margot Robbie. I don't know who they are. Fuck, I'm shit at this. Who's Matthew McConaughey then? Who's he? Alright, alright, alright. Oh man, I'm so sorry. I don't know who these fucking people are. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is world famous. He's in uh, the what's it called? It, the, the Dallas Buyers Club. He's in that. Matthew McConaughey is he the guy in Interstellar? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And who are the other two said? Uh, Jonah Hill. <coughs> he's in Superbad. Oh, is it? Oh, this is um, Wolf Wall Street. It is. I'm giving you too many clues here. Fucking <laughs> you know. hell. No, do you know what it is? I know. I know what they're in. When I know, who, I just don't know who the people are. It's my fault. I'm, I'm just not up to date with the actors. So. Four for four. Right, number five, mate. Number five is Charlie Theron, Nicholas Holt. Fuck it, now who are these and people? Tom Hardy. <laughs> Tom Hardy. You've, def- you've definitely seen this film. I know who Tom Hardy is. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know who the fuck the other two actors are. I don't even know what they look like. Uh, Tom Hardy. Who the first one? Nick, what's the other guy? Charlize Theron. What's he like then? What's he? It's a woman. Oh, is it a woman? <laughs> Fuck's sake. That just shows you, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> Charlie Theron. Char- Charlize, Charlize Theron. Ch- Charlize Theron. She's been in uh, Snow White and the Huntsman. She's been in uh, Longshot recently. Tully, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious? I'm going to have to give up. I ain't got a clue what this one is. Have a few guesses. Have a few guesses. Crane Brothers. The Crane Brothers? Uh, What's it called? The Cranes? The the Crays. Crays, sorry. The Cranes. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Is it the Cray Brothers? I'm pretty sure it's not even called the Cray Brothers, is it? So, bloke... I don't know who the middle bloke was, but Tom Hardy films. Venom? No, it's not Venom, mate. Warrior? No. Fat nose. Give up? Yeah, I don't know that one. Mad Max. Mad oh, Max. Oh, that girl's nice. Yeah. I like that girl. It's a good film. So, you're four out of five, and I'll give you the last one. If you get this, it's a tie. If you don't get this, you lose, mate. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? Think so. You think so? Okay. So the first actor is Gary Oldman. I know Gary Oldman. Yep. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Ken Watanabe. Yeah. Oh, Ken! No, <laughs> fuck Ken. Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Liam Neeson. What's he in? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman and Liam Neeson. It's a hard one. I don't know the last guy, but. Ken Watanabe, he's in Inception. He's in The Last Samurai. He's in Godzilla. Oh, yeah, okay, I know yours. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I know who he is now. Basically, he's, he's the Asian bloke in Inception. <laughs> yeah. He's basically the Asian guy they choose for every Asian film role. Yeah. Uh, okay, I know who that is. Okay. Liam Neeson, him. Gary Oldman. Oh. It's a, it's a tough. So I've purposely not given you some of the main actors because it's, it's a tough one. Liam Neeson <laughs> Taken It's not Taken uh, Gary Oldman and Liam Neeson I might give you a bonus actor If you're really struggling I'll give you a bonus actor Liam Neeson Japanese man Gary Oldman I can't think of um, 
I'll give you one more. I'll give you one more. Morgan Freeman. Fucking hell, what, what film is this? The cast mental. Have I seen this film? Definitely. Have I? Definitely, fucking 100%. Several times. Morgan Freeman and Liam Neeson. I can't remember them two even fucking being in the same room together. Liam Neeson. He'd be well tall in it. It's definitely not fucking Schindler's List. Morgan Freeman's the wrong... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Gary Oldman. It's not a Batman film. Oh, yes, it is. Hold on, it's um, Batman Begins. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> you bastard. Was, it is, mate. What the, the cha- who's what the cha- oh, yeah. oh, yeah, he is, because he's the uh, guy in the... Yeah, you're right, he's in the tower. I was going to give you um, Christian Bale or uh, Michael Caine, but I thought it would give it away. So I thought, now I'd give him some of the harder ones. Five all, mate. That's a really good... That was really good. I didn't even think of um, bloody... What's his name? Yeah, yeah. Ghul. Because yeah, Liam Neeson's like the Razzle real Gaul. one, isn't he? Yeah, he's like... Um, he's the real yeah, Razzle Ghul. The other one's like a dummy. Sort of... Uh, no, well done, yeah, mate. Decoy, that, sorry, was, yeah. uh, that was good. That last one... I, I, I shouldn't have... Uh, well, the actors... I should know more actors, put it that way. Actresses. I've got... I really want to find out who that bloody... Um, he plays Galadriel in Lord of the Rings. All right, let me. Uh, shall I look for you? All right, so let me tell you something. Let me show you. Let me show Kate you. Kate Blanchett. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Who's the other one you said? The bald woman. Tilda Swinton. <laughs> nothing alike. Oh, Tilda. <laughs> nothing alike. They look nothing alike, mate. I don't know where the fuck you got that from. <laughs> I was thinking to myself, what? Like that's not the same person. Oh well. One looks like a bald rat. The other one looks like a witch. So. Kate Blanchett, oh, she's really nice as well. Fucking hell, it's funny. Congrats, mate. We drew, but think we... we both played well, mate. Both played well. Do you reckon we should bring that one back? Yeah, I, th- I think that's a good game. I like that. Yeah. That works quite well, we'll, we'll, we'll give that a second go later on. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that's it. Thanks for listening to uh, episode seven of the SNT podcast. We're going to be doing it by um, long distance from our separate houses like this for the next few weeks I'm guessing so uh, hopefully this recording works out alright but hope you enjoyed and uh, we'll see you next week